0: Welcome, everyone, to Digital Shop Talk, the podcast, episode two, uh, coming at you today. Back again are my co-hosts, Alex Porter and Vera Shafiq. I am Josh Allen, and we are Collectively Location 3. Uh, We are back here uh, for episode two to talk about the holidays. Uh, It's the end of October. We're coming up on Halloween, but as marketers, we're already thinking about Thanksgiving, and Christmas at this point. So welcome, Alex and Vera. Before we get started on the marketing piece of today's episode, uh, I want to start with your personal favorite holiday tradition. So Vera, what what's your favorite holiday tradition? Uh,
1: well, I would say my favorite holiday are the winter holidays. And, you know, whether you call that Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, the Diwali um you know whatever religion you're from I think that the winter holidays for me are the, are the best um I just love the the feeling of giving everyone's so nice this is just so warm and fuzzy and I wish everyone could be like that all year round so yeah I would say the winter holidays
0: nice I love it uh my favorite as well what about you Alex favorite holiday or favorite tradition
1: This
2: is a great dinner party um, topic starter if conversations are slowing down because people really, really go all out. My favorite holiday across the board is 4th of July because Mm -hmm. it's low stress. Literally like throw on some hot dogs and everyone Mm -hmm. gets happy. But close second is the the winter holiday season, it said so to echo Vera, just the kind of the warmth and all just all the the warm and fuzzies is fantastic. Best gift I ever got. I really wanted a Diamondback BMX bike when I was about 12. <laughs> Didn't think I was going to get it. Uh Santa Claus slash my parents were played it really coy that year came downstairs, the bike was built. Apparently, it took my dad forever to build it. And I <laughs> rode that thing for like three years. In fact, when my parents moved out here, I tried to convince my dad to not sell it
0: and bring it out with him, but he refused. So, oh man, that'd be perfect for your kids now too. Ah, Right. (laughs) Nice. I, uh, I, I'm going to second the winter holidays. As I said, my, uh, Christmas Eve has always been one where like low key, not a big dinner. Usually, you know, Christmas day tends to be the big dinner, at least in my family, but we do like, you know, hors d'oeuvres and drinks and hang out by the tree and get the fireplace going. That, that to me is, uh, my favorite hands down. So, um, well, as the holidays are coming in hot, uh, you know, there's been obviously a lot of changes in our world, uh, um, a lot of changes economically. But the the good news, at least from a broader economic perspective, is that um, you know reports from um, firms like Goldman Sachs, J.P. Morgan are estimating roughly uh, collectively between a seven and nine percent increase in spending year over year from consumers. And so, with all the challenges that COVID has presented, I guess one of the silver linings you might say is that a lot of folks have built up a bit of a savings, you know, for a multitude of reasons and are at least from economic indicators preparing to spend that. So, for a marketer's perspective, Vera, you know, there's a a lot of conversation around supply chain. It seems to be the buzzword right now. What should marketers generally um, be thinking about? to kind of tap into that increase in consumer spending as we head into the holiday season 2021.
1: Yeah, so you're absolutely right. People are back out shopping, you know, they're eager to buy jewelry, party clothes, you know, all this stuff that, you know, cosmetics, decorations, everyone's kind of wanting to get over COVID and they want to go out and buy. And as you mentioned, they've saved up money. Um, And in-store shopping, incidentally, is also expected to bounce back. This year, due to that pent up demand, people want to get back in the store. So as a marketer, you know, you may be having supply chain issues. And I think part of the challenge this year is that we want to be able to really capitalize on all of that pent up demand. But we also want to get our messaging correct and really just reduce friction for the customer. We may not be able to offer deals and promotions that we normally do just because costs are higher this year. And we have, you know, even ads and CPMs are are higher than they were the year before. But I think the key, yeah, I think the key is really just to get people um, aware that your product is available right now. Don't wait till Christmas. You know, this should be part of the messaging. Don't wait, get get it now while it lasts, and really create that sense of urgency so that people, um, you know, are aware that you have what they need and, and it's, you know, available for them to buy now.
0: Yeah, no, it's that's great points. I think the planning early, um, whether you're a consumer or a marketer, seems to be the mantra right now. Home Depot, I think in CNBC mentioned that. Um, did an early release of Halloween decorations, which was probably in like July, to be honest with you, and they sold out. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. you know, at, at the same time, you know, executives from Walmart, Dick Sporting Goods in the same article uh, from a few weeks ago, continue to point out that folks in an effort to get back to normalcy in many ways want to celebrate uh, the holiday season in a, in a traditional way. And part of that includes... Um, that consumer spending that we've talked about. So um, putting gifts under the tree, right? Or by the fireplace or whatever your tradition might be. Um, On the supply chain side of things, when it comes to planning, you know, Alex, a lot of franchises themselves are still battling some business irregularities as a result of COVID in general. Some may have just only recently opened back up depending on where they're located over the last few months. Um, still seeing kind of restrictions in place at the state level in terms of how they can engage with their customers. Um, knowing marketing dollars are at a premium, especially at the local level, uh, any thoughts on where you know that individual franchisee could potentially focus, or at least get the most ROI from a local marketing spend this holiday season?
2: Yeah, I think that anyone that has a ecom slash pick it up in your location program running right now is going to be at a significant advantage uh, because we've been talking about with supply chain and inventory and this, that, the other, if I can do a search, I find the product, I can buy it and then just go pick it up. Or I know it's in stock that local inventory ads are available, those sorts of things. So if you have any kind of, um, you know, product feed or local product feed. Now, this is something that you needed to get going probably six months ago because it's pretty hard to, to put together. Um, but if you have anything like that available, I would put so much money into LIAs over this next uh, month or so because, um, as we know, right? We we the the two buzzwords in our industry right now are Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, and then Cyber Monday. Now, Cyber Monday is a term that. It's been in our on our radar for a long time. I've been an advocate that the Cyber Monday that they say is not the actual real Cyber Monday, and we have real data to back that up. Um, but you know, if you are following trends and following your inventory, um, I would triple down on local inventory ads if you have them available, and if not, um, still try to target those folks in your local market and let them know that. things are in stock coming today and get them, tweak the ad copy, manipulate that creative to really talk about the immediacy of that purchase. Um, Because I think that as of this week, there's $22 billion worth of goods sitting off the port of uh, Los Angeles. And who knows when those things are going to get through. So so if you can let consumers know that it's available and ready, you're going to have a huge advantage.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. Um, What about you know, franchises. We we have many partners who, you know, their primary customer experience is in person. So think, you know, fitness, health and wellness, uh, group activities, kind of those experiential engagements where, um, you know, uh, there's less of a, a product necessarily versus that experience itself, the service, if you will. Uh, any thoughts on one, uh, how to capture that demand, but two, and this may be more around messaging. Uh, Vera, when we think creative is is really quelling consumer concerns for those that still exist, right? or that may be hesitant to go in um, and pick back up from a gym membership perspective or book a large group activity because they don't know if all their friends will participate. You know, those folks still have a business to run. Any feedback and thoughts on um, how they can approach this holiday season season to uh, to capture some of that consumer demand and bring folks back through the front doors?
1: Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head when you said it's all about the messaging. Uh, I think it's just talking about um, being positive and ensuring that your customers understand that your business is still a safe place to do business. Um, To get get them back in the store, obviously, you can offer discounts. um, But I think above all, highlighting your safety protocols and giving your customers that sense of comfort and trust is going to be key. Um, other things that you can do if you're a gym or a you know a, a business that is brick and mortar that requires customers to come in is, you know, increase your store hours potentially. Team up with other local businesses to offer discounts and offers, um, and really focus on your existing customers and your loyal you know customers that that keep coming back because those are the people that have faith in you as a business and are gonna you know come back and then refer to refer you to friends and family. So. A lot of things you can do. Um, I think key, really, at the end of the day, also is customer experience. Uh, make sure that you're giving uh, best-in-class customer experience and uh, gain advantage over your competitors at this time because uh, you know th- the competition is is very very um, ripe out there.
2: Hey Vera, that's in an voice. awesome idea. I've, I'm curious: have you? Is there any? Is there anything that would be stopping you, or you would be hesitant to do to run a campaign to your existing customers? So just you do you have their email addresses obviously sure. you know do a campaign on Instagram that says you know thanks and bring a friend or something like that is there any any um, absolutely roadblocks to that
1: No no absolutely that's a, that's a great idea so it's part of the remarketing or retargeting strategy whatever you want to call that and um yeah i think using that first party data to bring people back through the door get them, you know, excited again about your business. They may not have come to you to you for a while because of the pandemic, but once you get them back in the door, you know, the chances that they're going to refer you to friends and family is that much higher. So I think I that's a great I love that strategy. idea for the
2: fitness industry in January. I mean, we know like the holiday season ends and the very next thing, you know, January 1st through the 20th, I think that I would, I would hazard to guess that 60% of fitness advertising budget is spent in the first three weeks of January. And if you could tap (laughs) in, tap into those existing ambassadors and, you know, Hey, bring somebody in and we'll, we'll do this for you. or We'll do that for you. It's safe. I mean, that's that, that would be an amazing strategy.
1: Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Those those
0: new year's resolutions, uh, picking right up at the turn of the year for fitness in particular. Um, only have a couple minutes left here. I do want to also talk about, um, you know, the recruitment efforts from a business perspective. So there's roughly, uh, you know, 10 million um, jobs that essentially are unfulfilled at the moment, you know, not even counting necessarily the the seasonal hiring spike that many retailers uh, experience. Um, but I also think when, when it's related to franchising, you know, we do a lot from a franchise development perspective and a lot of folks are starting to switch their careers and, and, Move in the direction of franchising and lean into becoming a business owner. Um, so, any thoughts around um, you know, especially at the end of the year, people make a new resolution to potentially start a new career. From a recruitment strategy standpoint, um, where do you think franchisees or, or franchisors, I should say, could focus to to bring new franchisees into their system, um, or even folks to to uh, support their existing franchise locations from a hiring up standpoint, any particular channels or tactics or media Vera that, that you've seen um, be really effective and could be of use as we head toward the end of the year?
1: Yeah, um, absolutely. We're doing a lot of recruiting initiatives right now with uh, our client partners. And I think the key is to spread out across the channels. Don't just stick to one channel. Don't just do paid search or you know Facebook but really uh, leverage full funnel marketing, even for recruiting. So things like CTV, uh, digital audio, display, YouTube, all of these really play a part in kind of getting people to know about your brand, to know that you're hiring, to let them know why you're such a great company to work for. Um, And then also on the organic side. So it's not just a paid initiative. I think, uh, you know, Making sure that your listings are are talking about the fact that you're hiring, uh, using Google posts to advertise that fact, making sure that your career page is SEO'd and up to scratch for people to visit and and, uh, apply for jobs. So a lot of things that you can do. Um, And again, I think it's all down to full funnel strategy.
0: Excellent. All great tips. Before we leave, uh, Alex, you mentioned your favorite Christmas gift, your your diamond BMX bike. Um, Give one gift to the listeners in the form of a marketing tip that they should think about and take advantage of this holiday season. Boy, Um, I'm going to go
2: with uh, Vera's idea with the retargeting to existing customers referral program. I think that's brilliant. So. If if, uh, if none of that made sense, then talk to uh, us or your agency. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. All right, Vera, since he stole yours, you have to give us one more tip and also tell us uh, what your favorite holiday gift was of all time, if you can think of it.
1: Okay. So, well, I'd say my gift or tip to people out there, um, you know, in the marketing realm, is give your customers that world-class experience that I just talked about so that they will get wowed and come back for more. So when things truly do get back to normal, uh, you know, staffing-wise, supply chain-wise, with all those problems that are happening now, once we're back to normal again, these people will be your loyal customers for life. So that's what I say there. That's my tip. And then in terms of best Christmas gift... Uh, it was probably when I was about eight years old, uh, we had a family gathering every year with our, you know, uncle's aunts and everyone getting together. We had a gift exchange and, um, everyone got the usual suspects of gifts, you know, these little small boxes, perfumes, little toys, chocolates, mine, the gift that I got from one of my, my aunts was, um, this huge life-size box. that was the size of a, you know, a human, like six foot. And um, everyone was in awe as to what could be in that box. Um, and it turned out to be a life-sized handmade doll that my, my aunt had made for me. Uh, oh, wow. It was like a rag doll. Yeah. Size of, well, probably about five foot. So um, I was just so chuffed with that, that gift. I felt <laughs> so special that year. So that that's my favorite gift.
0: I love it. I love it. I feel like I personally might be terrified by that depending on how old I was. <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> Um, Well, good stuff today. Uh, Thanks again for everyone tuning in. Uh, Holiday season is upon us. Suffice it to say, if you're not thinking about the holidays now as a marketer, turn off Apple podcasts and get to work immediately because it's coming around the bend. Thanks to Vera. Thanks to Alex. Thanks to everyone for joining us for episode two of Digital Shop Talk. Uh, We hope to see you back here again in a few weeks. Thanks, everyone.